Democratic Republic of Sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville hosts Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. Welcome into ESP or the uh, wow, holy oh. shit! For fuck's For sake, we get the camera right. You can't remember where we are. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Radio mode on that one, motherfucker. All right, it's a let's it do a this again. Wonderful Thursday morning, uh, Jesus! It's the Sportsocracy. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. Uh, at the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. Thanks for tuning in with us. Be sure to like it, share it, and follow it. Share it more uh, more with your friends. What is it you say? Tell your friends. Tell your friends. We'll tell our friends. Yep, that we one. can be friends. That one. I can never get that right. It the is hell you can remember what building we were in when we started <laughs> this, so color me surprised. The, uh, the environs are so, so similar. Um, yeah, one's a closet with big microphones and the other one's a big wide open space. I can see how you're confused. Well, I mean, you know, that's just that's the way it goes. Uh, you did vote for Biden. You, so. you, oh my God, I did not vote for Joe Biden. I'm just, stop that. Please. Stop that. <laughs> All right, uh, we've got the Masters starting up down in Augusta and uh, it didn't take long uh, for them to leave the course. Lightning yeah, I, in the area. I kind of forewarned you that this morning was going to be ugly. Yeah, uh, it's going to be. It's supposedly going to be wet all weekend. So not really. It's, it's going to be really bad today, and then there will be scattered showers across the weekend. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the ugly day. Uh, I don't know that they got any holes in before the delay came this morning. Um, everybody, you know, the first crew tipped or teed off, not tipped off, teed off at seven o'clock this morning. First crew tipped off. You know what I said. You know what I was meaning. Patrick Ewing on T1. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got uh, NFL football tonight. You excited? No. Y'all revved up? It's, it's Thursday the night football. The Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans it's, on Thursday night football. It's Thursday night football, which means it sucks. You it's, can put exciting teams on Thursday night football and the game's going to suck. Now you've got two non-exciting teams on Thursday night football probably going to be the greatest game we've ever seen. I'm going to disagree for the square. <laughs> uh, and it's interesting because these are two teams that are pretty high up uh, in their yeah, in their in their divisions. They didn't mean but to. it's not a you know, it's not a it's not a game that you really feel like is going to tell you anything. Uh, they, they didn't mean to. Yeah, you know why they're 6 and 2 and 5 and 3 because the other two teams in their division are combined 3 and 13. Mhm. Not hard when your competition sucks. <laughs> but who do you like? Tonight? Yeah. I can't get away from the Colts, and I don't know why. I, I don't have a good reason for it. Because the Titans are that bad. Oh, they're both that bad. <laughs> Neither of these teams is good. The best quarterback in this game is Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is not that bad. He's not he's as not bad good. as you make him out he's to be. He's not good. He's get, Stop he's it. Still, you've still got the Miami Dolphin eyes on. This is a different Ryan Tannehill. No, it's not. For you, two no, years no, now. No, it's not. See, when you play in a place for four years, uh, I kind of gather what you are. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's had a complete uh, a, a complete rebirth look, look, in Tennessee. If I buy a dog and I have a dog for four years and the dog constantly pees in the floor 
and the dog just does all the things I tell it not to, and then it starts licking its paw, I don't think it's a cat now. That, it didn't all of a sudden become a cat. It's just a really stupid dog. That's what Ryan Tannehill is. That's Ryan Tannehill in a nutshell. Just because he does things every once in a while that make him look like a real-life NFL quarterback, doesn't make him one. There are He's a lot still of that same dumbass dog, dog, dog that was pissing dog. in the floor in Miami like two years ago. There are a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, though, that would uh, that would like to have his stats over the last, what, what's it been, 14 games that he's been the starter there now? Has he won shit? I didn't think so. Yeah, he won a playoff game last year. Ooh. He won a playoff game. So did Tim Tebow. <laughs> we knew that was coming from the back. Our because executive producer Tim thinks Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow was one good opportunity away from being Brett Favre. Yeah. He <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> he just needed a chance. He would if if Tim if Tim Tebow's last name was Manning, he would still have been the worst quarterback of the Manning brothers. And that's including Cooper, who his great uh, contribution to society is a bunch of stupid ass skits on Fox. Yeah, what was he like? A Oh, uh-huh. he was yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, was God, every time funny. I think of Cooper Manning, I think of that Family Guy skit where they're sitting around the table and Eli's like, "I threw four touchdowns today." It's like, "Well, I threw four touchdowns today," and Archie goes, "Cooper got approved for a Mastercard today." <laughs> <laughs> I, think we, I think we all had a good day, boys. <laughs> it's hard being the third wheel. It really, it really. He's is. gonna be the fourth now wheel underneath be... his son. Exactly. Exactly. Old Arch has already surpassed Cooper in the uh, Manning. He's already hierarchy. not the best quarterback in his own home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you get tickled? You got me. You got me on that one. He just laughs like a hyena. I'm sometimes. sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So Thursday night football tonight. Ryan Tannehill. I'm uh, I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to take the Colts. I just I look at Derrick Henry and go, you know what? Y- you haven't been good in spite of what people think. I understand you're the leading rusher in the NFL. You also have 25 more carries than any running back in the league. Mm-hmm. You know what that tells? You know, I I feel like this is the same conversation we had yesterday on the ESPN show. Time is undefeated with running backs, mm-hmm. and I understand Derrick Henry's like, oh, I don't know, two of most running backs. It's gonna catch him eventually, mm-hmm. and I think it's already caught him. That, I mean, he had that 90, was it, 92-yard run. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he hadn't had an explosive play all year. No. I mean, it's just three yards and fall down. Mm-hmm. You know who used to do that? Eddie Lazy. <laughs> you know what he does now? Goes to the Golden Corral. <laughs> I think there's more Marshawn Lynch and in, in Derrick Henry than Stop that. that. Stop, there's more Eddie Lazy and Derrick Henry than there's anything. <laughs> I disagree. I think he's better than that. He's, I mean, the way he's able to overpower guys in the run. We've seen. Oh well, my time God, and he's time six again. three two exactly. seventy. I mean, Jesus exactly. Christ, he's built like a nose tackle. Right. Of course, he can break tackles. He's just gonna break down pretty soon. I mean, if you if you were if you were timing it, I would say you're on borrowed time already. Yeah. Until that happens, though. This is the better team. Tennessee is the better team to me between them and the Colts. I do not agree with you. Uh, who has the better offense? Neither. Oh, come on. Can I go with none of the above? No, you can't go with See, none of the above. None of the above. I mean, uh, they look pretty similar. 
they're pretty damn similar, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I think the quarterback level. I love stats. Too. Stats are fun. Okay. By the way, what's I my – I would take the Titans, Titans what, running game over the Colts running game. What's my line of demarcation on running backs? I said this oh, yesterday. 1,500 to 2,000 touches. Yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry's at 1,100. Just mm. let that be known. Okay. Means we're uh, pulling into that breakdown station. Mm -hmm. You're not there yet, though. Uh, he's getting closer. And he's fat as hell, too, so I wouldn't say that to his face. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. He's faster than I am. I can talk shit to fat people so long as one thing holds true, that I am faster than them. I am not faster than Derrick Henry. Nope. Not by a long shot. Here. Not many people that size, that's for damn sure. Right. Maybe DK. Oh, DK. Do you know how big of a difference there is per game between the Titans and the Colts offensively? How big? It's 24 yards a game. <laughs> how about points-wise? Let's look and see, shall we? Uh, not, a little bit more market of a difference. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a market difference. Ain't Actually, I lied. No, there's not because I missed the Colts. Uh, it's, it's two points a game. That's it? Yeah. No yeah. way. It's two points a game. Bump it up. All right. I stand corrected. Yeah. I like stats. Stats are fun. It's also Thursday night game, so it could be a tie. But... Yeah, it could end up being a tie. <laughs> you never know. I don't know. I like the Titans tonight against the Colts. Um, I know the Colts have the best defense in the league. But I put air quotes around that because... Exactly, exactly. Right. I just I, I refuse to buy Ryan Tannehill. Mm -hmm. Ryan Tannehill's like gluten-free toast and impossible meat. I'm not buying it. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. You can tell me it's a real. You can tell me it's like the real thing, but it's not. And all it takes is one time of trying it, and you figure that out. Mm -hmm. Okay, you doubt at your own peril. I, I mean, I don't think either one of these teams is good, and I think this game's going to be gross because it's going to rain the whole damn time. Mm -hmm. I think. I haven't well, checked the. I haven't I checked the weather today, I think it's but raining it was everywhere right now. If you're in the southeast. Uh, especially, it's raining, <laughs> raining nope, everywhere. Gonna be right clear tonight. Okay, rain must be moving up. All right, which means it's gonna be cold, clear, and slow. I mean, I just, I like the Colts defense better. Mm -hmm. I trust Philip Rivers more, mm -hmm. and they have like fourteen running backs. Tennessee has Derrick Henry. So I'll trust. I, I will agree with you on. I will trust uh, Philip Rivers more, but. Who's he got? Michael Pittman Jr. My guy. That's, <laughs> but that's it. Then it's Zach Pascal and T.Y. Hilton apparently is just broken. He is. He's been so, broken forever. He's back tonight. You think it's going to be the comeback tonight? Yeah, T.Y. Hilton is – this is what Cinderella looked like at 12.04. Yeah. That's, that's T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Oh, you were great, and now you have a pumpkin in your hand. Mm -hmm. Look at my pumpkin. <laughs> I thought for sure that uh, that would be a, a, a match made in heaven between him and Phillip Rivers, and it just hasn't worked out. So, offensively, I like the Tennessee Titans better in tonight's game. Um, but I want to look at the – let's look at the divisions in the NFL, and I, I want you to tell me the races to watch. Obviously, we know the Bills and, and the Dolphins are going to be close. 
But do you think that the Dolphins can catch them? Can the Dolphins catch the Bills? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. The Dolphins' schedule is pretty thin, and the Bills is less thin. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I think Miami's pretty damn good. The more time passes, and I mean, I understand they have a rookie quarterback, so you're going to have mistakes. You're going to have weeks where two is going to come out and look like he did against the Rams. The defense is a hell of a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like, markedly better than I thought it was going to be. And I just look at – the Bills are a team that – their good's really good. Their bad's really bad. Like, god-awful bad. Right. Like, get beat 42-17 to by the Titans on Tuesday Night Football bad. Right. That's not – that worries me. Those teams statistically are so close to each other. Who, Miami and Buffalo? Yes, everything about them is close. Right. And I just look at the Bills like, you got the Cardinals this week. It's in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Do you really like the Bills in that game? Really? Not really. I mean, it's a it's a toss-up. Then they have then they go into the bye. They play the Chargers and the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I think we all know how that's going to go. Right. But then you play the Steelers, and I still think the Broncos are good. Like, that's the one thing I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not going to come off of it. I think they're better than they're playing. Vic Fangio. Uh-huh. Suck. That's because they no. have the worst coach in the NFL. They've not been And, yes, good. I'm including Adam Gase. And I don't see that as a close matchup between these two. I mean, it depends. Uh, you know, Buffalo has. Well, it's shown in, that they well, it's can in shoot Denver, themselves. so it could be in the middle of a month, or in, in the middle of a snowstorm. Right. You could have the abominable snowman uh, at, at the fifty-yard line. Right. So. I felt like Miami had a, a better chance to win, obviously, before last week. Has anybody read the comments? But me in the last oh, I don't know, sixty seconds. No. Patrick Holt just throwing pure shade at Tank is one of the funniest things I've read in a long time. Cold, clear, and slow is that Tank's sex life. That's the comment I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> Short, sweaty, and disappointing would have been, that would have been my take. <laughs> wow. It all just depends on the weather. Smells like a Kentucky Fried Chicken at 9.03. <laughs> Doors are closed. Chicken's still cooking. <laughs> Anywho. And, that's, and I love his wife. That's all a shot at him. Appreciate you. That's what I do. <laughs> that's what I'm no, here I for. I felt like the Buffalo Bill, or the uh, Miami Dolphins had a better chance to catch Buffalo after, or before Seattle. I think Seattle is an aberration. I think Seattle is going to be misleading to a lot of people. Seattle's good when Russell Wilson's good. Russell Wilson don't show up, they're not good. Exactly. The Seattle Seahawks are they're they're the strangest team I've ever seen because Russell Wilson has this ability to be the best player in the NFL. Mm -hmm. If he's the third best player in the NFL, they get the fuck beat out of him. I I can't. What? Like, he can't even just be real good. Mm-hmm. He has to be otherworldly. And when he is, they look like the best team in the league. Yep. When he's not, they get smoked. Just what I tried to tell you in the offseason, everybody said, oh, you're wrong on Seahawks. Uh, I don't know. I didn't say you were wrong. I said he was that good. Yeah. He is that good. He's, he's that not, good he's not 60 touchdowns, five interceptions, which is what he was on pace for at one point. Mm-hmm. He's not that good. He's not 20% better than any quarterback in NFL history, which is what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. And he has to be because that defense is putrid. Yep. With Pete Carroll, the defensive genius. 
look, all Pete Carroll does is chew gum real aggressively and 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 clap. He's Jason Garrett with gum. That's nice. <laughs> I agree with Luke Haynes. He said they're good enough. It, Russell Wilson's good enough for them to win one playoff game. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I think you're exactly right. Oh, I don't know that they'll beat the – oh, that's an aggressive team for you to say they're going to beat. I like the Packers. Yeah, but it's, that's a, it's a shootout game. It's a shootout game and – In a shootout I'll, game and I get Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams. I don't care. It's quarterbacks that matter. Ask Vegas. They have gold fixtures for a reason. It's because position players don't move the line even half a point. Mm -hmm. Quarterbacks do I get Aaron Rodgers, you get Russell Wilson. I, I'm good. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pass. Okay. You're going to lose that. And so will Aaron Rodgers, by the way. He'll pass. A lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's – God, that's, I want that. To, I hope Seattle gets smoked in the first round of the playoffs. And I don't have – I have no bone to pick with Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, anybody. Mm -hmm. I want them to get dusted in the first round. Just because I've taken so much shit about Seattle in one year. Yep. Uh, all right, so we've got a race in the, in the <coughs> AFC East, obviously. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. Is this race over? Yes. Baltimore's just now going for a wild card. They're two games yes. behind. Yes. Uh, they're two games behind, plus they're, uh, they lost to Pittsburgh, and they play one more time. Mm -hmm. I would be, if I'm a Ravens fan, I would be really nervous about what Lamar Jackson said yesterday. I, I mentioned yeah. this on our ESPN show. He said they're literally calling our plays out. Like, they know exactly what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Of course they do. You've been doing this for two years. It's not that hard to figure. There's only so many things that you can do when you run 60-something percent of the time. And you know, we know you can't beat us deep. By the way, the NFL has figured out, Lamar Jackson, you're not beating us deep. Oh, we'll give you Marquise Brown. You'll hit one every once in a while. I'm not scared of that. But you're trying to pack this in with tight ends and run the veer. There's a reason no team's done that in the last 40 years. Because it's real easy to figure out. And I understand that you're the fastest man in the NFL. I, I get all that. You know what you're not that much faster than? The rest of the NFL. Mm -hmm. You're faster. You ain't that much faster. They're running a wildcat. I mean, that's the thing. Think about every gimmicky offense you've seen in the last 20 years. The wildcat. Jesus Christ. They ran all over Bill Belichick. Yeah. The first time they unveiled that, uh -huh. they in Gillette Stadium, they ran down Bill Belichick's throat. How long did it take people to figure out? That's a running back. Taking a snap, you know what he's probably not going to do? Throw. Mm -hmm. And he might throw every once in a while. He's not going to do it much. And if he does, it's probably going to go terribly. <laughs> I, that's kind of how I feel about Lamar Jackson. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, you've got an arm. It's just not a good one. It's super inaccurate. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Lamar, hell with it. Let's just let's put 10 in the box and go for it. Right, make him beat you, and uh, and you know the I do feel like the stats from last year were a little overinflated for Lamar Jackson because that's a, that's what everybody goes to when you try to have that conversation. It's what everybody goes to. Oh, name he had thirty eight touchdowns last year. Name yeah. me the predominantly running quarterback that has ever been successful in this league for a sustained period of time. Me and Mike Vick. Oh, really? Oh, that's that's the one you want to get. Oh my God, I'm so glad you said that. Do you realize how bad he actually was for the vast majority of his career? But I think that's the point. He's the most successful. He's no, that's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were using no, him to No, no, no. To He's the most successful. Uh, yeah, Michael. <laughs> ooh, ooh, buddy. Michael Vick was a real good runner. 
Do you realize that he didn't play but one full season in his entire career? Mm-hmm. One. He was always hurt. I do like in how in his uh, stat package on Pro Football Reference, there's two years blocked out that said, missed season violation of league personal conduct policy. That's one way to put it. Mm. No, I would say missed season in prison. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what that should have said. Right. Incarceration. Yeah. Uh, just put a picture of Akon and say, fucked around and got locked up. <laughs> No, we get it. Uh, Lamar Jackson is not the perfect puzzle for the for the long term, but he right right. But he's going to have a few years where he's. And there were a couple in the comments: Donovan McNabb and, and Steve Young. They weren't predominantly running quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They were quarterbacks that could run. could run. That can work. Russell Wilson is that. Hell, Pat Mahomes is that. I'm talking about guys that the number one skill you have is running the ball. Mike Vick, Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson. You know what all three of them are going to have in common? Not one of them is going to have a Super Bowl, and not one of them is going to be good for a real sustained period of time. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that hard to figure out. There's just I'm just telling you, it, it, right now, just all right. Look, at the, who's the best team in the AFC? That's the Chiefs. Chiefs. I, I, I would say it's the Steelers, but both work to the same it's puzzle. The you got the Chiefs that are lining up five wide, and they've got guys going out in routes, and they're running pre-snap motion and all this other shit. That's chess. Andy Reid is playing chess. Jim Harbaugh is playing checkers. And it might be Chinese checkers, which I never mm. really understood. Yeah. Marbles. Yeah, and then you hit the board and everything flies off and you just go, screw it. <laughs> you know? that, I mean, that's the, that's the difference between game planning against one offense and the other. Right. You look at how you have to game plan against Kansas City Chiefs. you got to think about Miko Hardman. you got to think about hell all the way down to Byron Pringle and Edwards Alaire and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and on and on and on. What do you have to game plan against – the Ravens. What, what are you game planning against? Lamar Jackson? Mm-hmm. Old Mark Ingram? Fat Gus Edwards? Another fat running back. Nice. One of these days, a running back is going to show up and just whip my ass. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we don't have a team in this city. I'm the- <laughs> if Jamal Williams ever sees me, he will beat the piss out of me. And that, yep. It's fine. I'll outrun him. <laughs> I don't think I'll so. I'll throw a cheeseburger at him and he will stop. I really don't think I'll so, think bro. So. I'll, yeah, all I got to do, look, there's a McDonald's right up the street. All I got to do is get that far, and he'll go, ooh. Yeah, the problem, the problem is he would catch you before you got to that door over there. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm awful scrappy, and I'm pretty damn big. So. <laughs> Use your word. Uh, you also got the Cleveland Browns that are in the hunt for a, uh, for a playoff spot. We've resigned ourselves to they're going to get it because their schedule's that bad. Um but we're all in agreement that that's not going to go much farther than that. Because they go to eight. See, that's the whole thing. Like, this this eight-team playoff, the more and more I think about it, like, you're just begging for something awful to happen. Uh, yeah, like the Browns win a game. Well, you know, imagine something happens to a star player on the number one seed team against the eight seed. Well, I mean, you run that risk anyway. I'm just not a fan of growing the playoffs. I mean, in what year – this has always been my argument against the college football playoff. You know, we talk about this every year. Oh, we knew to explain the playoff to eight teams so it's fair. Right. What year have you really looked at the fifth team and gone, that's the best team in the country? Mm-hmm. Never. You've never done it once. You have Now, we have routinely said, oh, the five and the four could be interchangeable. And you know what happens damn near every time? They lose. The one freight drains them. Mm-hmm. 
It and that's how I feel about the NFL. Mm -hmm. All right, so the, the, the eight seed in the, the AFC. Let's say the Cleveland Browns get in and play Pittsburgh. Uh, how do you think that's going to go? Mm -hmm. Or they play Kansas City. How, how do you think that's going to go? It's not going to be an entertaining game. Well, not necessarily, but the thing I worry about is injuries. And that's the, I think they should worry about that as well. Um, I think adding games to your playoffs is stupid. And I don't I care what see, sport it is. You know, I could very well see Miles Garrett injuring someone in that game if we're using the Cleveland Browns as the example. And then you screw it up. You screw it up for everybody. I never want to wish somebody to get hurt, but I think it's a real risk every time. I, I you think do you're this. just doing dumb things. And that's and that's right. what I've said about every other sport. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't need more teams in the baseball playoffs. We don't need more teams. In, frankly, I'll be real honest with you. If you took the four best teams in every sport and that was your playoffs, your playoffs would be better. Okay. I mean, really, and, and, and hell, let's even go four in each conference. I mean, let's let's be real honest here. You tell me this year in the NFL, mm -hmm. and, and divisions, we all know how I feel about divisions, so I'm, right. I'm not doing that shit. Right. Let's just say, for argument's sake, that we had four teams in each conference. Mm -hmm. This year, I, I believe that your four in the AFC would be Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore. Yep. You really think there's a Super Bowl winner outside of what I just said? No. Mm -mm. All right, <laughs> NFC, you'd have the Saints, the Packers, the Saints, the Packers, Seahawks, Buccaneers. You think there's a Super Bowl winner outside of that? Really. I can make an argument for the Cardinals, yeah. but I don't think I, they're still they're young. Yeah, they're, they're not there, there yet. They're on the way to that, I mm -hmm. believe, mm -hmm. but they're not there yet. You give them a couple of years, I can see that. Uh, you know where you're not going to find one of those, uh, and I like the Rams too. But the Bears, 49ers, Eagles, Browns, Dolphins, Colts, Raiders. <laughs> yeah, none of those are. And Chris Edenfield said the Giants won it a six seed. I get that. Mm -hmm. That was a very different team. And that was a team that found their stride later in the year. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I understand it can happen. Pittsburgh Steelers did it. <laughs> yep. And I understand it can happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying predominantly, if you give me, you know, the last, what, 54 years of Super Bowls, we had four teams in mm -hmm. each conference. Mm -hmm. mm, the outcome's still going to be vaguely the same. Right. And you don't have to sit back and watch god-awful football like Baker Mayfield in the playoffs. <laughs> right. You're going to end up, regardless of uh, having teams in the playoffs that don't have a shot. A couple people said the Rams could. I don't fully disagree with you, except for two words. Jared Garf. I'll pass. I'm with you. I'll give I'll, I'll give the uh, I'll give the Rams the nod on that argument because I have I have said they can be a team to take to go to a Super Bowl. Maybe not win one. But they can go to one. Um, I think they're at some point going to get into a shootout with a team, and they have Jared Garf, and the other team has, oh, I don't know, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Pat Mahomes, mm -hmm. Josh Allen. And you have Jared Garf. You have brought a knife to a gunfight. Agreed. <laughs> a Swiss Army knife. You brought a Swiss Army knife. Uh, it has a corkscrew. Anybody have a bottle of wine they need open? We'll gouge your eye out with it. Um, <laughs> what? How else would you use that? In the he book? is a friggin' sociopath. I've just come <laughs> to realize that. Because when he does say, when he does really get like spicy hot take guy, it's like, oh, you gouge somebody's eye out with a wine <laughs> with a wine cork. Good. And then he just laughs uncomfortably aside from that. 
like he's doing yep. right now. I can see it out of the corner of my eye. Yep. One of these days, he is just going to stab me in the neck with something. <laughs> The line opener that we were, that we referenced earlier. Uh, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs have the uh, AFC in hand. That's no that's no risk there. So, NFC East that might be the that might be the uh, the most competitive uh, competitive division that we have. That's not the right word. You're using the word competitive <laughs> wrong. <laughs> they have right. they have two wins outside of this division. Yep. As a, a the whole division has won two games, not against <laughs> each other. But in the t- but in the terms the of... The Falcons and the 49ers. That's the two teams they've beaten outside of their own division. But in the they term- are 2-17-1 against every other division mm-hmm. in football. Mm-hmm. That is mind-bogglingly bad. We're nine games or nine weeks into the season, though, and you wouldn't be surprised if any of the teams from this division won it. I would. You would. Uh, any team not named the Philadelphia Eagles would surprise me. They're the best team in this division, and we all know it. Uh, Chris Edenfield Chris Edenfield said that the best way. It's the most up in the air division. Yeah, it's it's fu- it's the least competitive division because every one of these teams sucks out loud. Okay, I used the wrong words. Excuse me. So it's the most up in the air division, and it, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if any of them won it. I would. You say a path to the Giants winning this division could happen. Really, if everybody win this week, what happened first? Right, win this week, they're tied for first. Joe Biden over here. Everybody has a chance to win. Everybody has a chance to win. We're all equal. Equal playing field. Yeah. Uh, I get Carson Wentz. You get Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. I like my side of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disagree with you, but the way Carson Wentz has been playing, like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Still better than Daniel Jones. Still better than Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Turns yeah. it over more, though. And Can Carson Wentz? He doesn't turn it over more. Can Carson Wentz play any worse than he's played in the first eight games of the season? Can he be worse? Oh, no. Physically, can he be worse? I don't think so. No. Can Daniel Jones be much better than he's been? Carson Wentz is still better. The worst of Carson Wentz is still better than the best of Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz will get hurt. Josh McConnell will start playing quarterback. We haven't talked about this, but can we talk about the fact Brett Favre's out of his fucking mind? (laughs) What did he say? He said that they should have kept Nick, Nick Foles and moved on from Carson Wentz. <laughs> what about Nick Foles that he has done in the last two years makes you go, that's what you should have done? Mm-hmm. He has been an unmitigated disaster on two different teams. Should have kept him instead of Carson Wentz. Well, he's only eight years older. And, Brett, this is why you haven't gotten a job in the NFL. Yeah. I think that's a, that's going a little far, but um, uh, and now we'll say uh, I mean, Patrick Holt. He does, does kind of have a point about the way that Carson Wentz has no, he doesn't let them down. No, he doesn't. There's no okay. point here. Not not you don't keep Nick Foles ever, ever over a what was he 25 years old at the time? 24. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Holt had a good point uh, with Alex Smith now firmly implanted as the starter in Washington. That's the that, that's the second best team in the division. Mm-hmm. That's the team that it wouldn't shock me if they found a way to win the division. Right. I think they're all they're all bad. Uh, the no, three, yeah. They're not all bad. <laughs> uh, they're, they're all at least bad. The Cowboys are are an unmitigated disaster. True. And the Giants are dumpster juice. So. 
That's, but they're close. I think that's worse than bad. They lost all 20 of their games, but they were close in 19 of them. That's like this team. Yeah. <laughs> the Giants are just they're that team that plays everybody close and they lose every friggin' game. If Alex Smith can find a way to score points, I actually think Washington's the best team in this division. Mm-hmm. And he's got some weapons. I, I obviously like Terry McLaurin. I loved Antonio Gandy-Golden. Mm-hmm. Stevie Sims is back. Antonio Gandy-Golden played for my little darling, uh, Liberty. Liberty. Right. Liberty. <laughs> I love that Dwayne Haskins is still their, their leading passer. Uh, well, they've had nine quarterbacks, and one of them was Kyle <laughs> Allen. So, I'm just taking a look at their schedule. I mean, they've they've got winnable games on their. I know schedule. they play yeah. the Bengals. Yeah, they got the Bengals. I know they play the Bengals because I looked at that game and went, "That might be the day Joe Burrow dies." You remember what was that Jason? St- what was that Jason Statham movie, movie where it opens with, "My name is whatever the fuck it was," and no, today yeah, is the day that yeah. I die. Yeah. That's Joe Burrow waking up Sunday morning when they play the Washington football team. My name is Joe Burrow, and today is the day that I die. That was, yeah. I don't know why I made him sound like Crocodile Dundee, but I did. That was good. That's not a knife. That's a knife. That was good. Uh, yeah, well, Washington could turn it around. We'll see with Alex Smith. But that, yeah, that is that is a division that's way up in the air. Um, obviously, the only other competitive division, well, there's two competitive divisions. you got the South. But the Bucks are way behind now. Yeah, haven't been swept by the, uh, haven't been swept by the Saints. And then you got the West. The West is the most competitive division in football, by the way. Just mm-hmm. let that be known. Yep, you got the Cardinals and the Rams, both a game behind the Seattle Seahawks. We all know that the San Francisco 49ers are dead. We don't need to but worry about them. Raheem Mostert wanted to come back this week. <laughs> Already been ruled out. I love those stories. He wanted to play this week. Of course he did. Yeah. Who wants to sit on the sideline with a thumb in their ass? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Except Tank. No. I'm against ass play. Thumb in, uh, a- thumb in ass and lack of physical, physical uh, exercise? <laughs> I, I believe you'd be all the way in. You give me a hoodie and... Band-Aid. Wah-wah we was. I don't know why I felt the urge to make so much fun of him today. But so, anywho, the Arizona Cardinals, do they? Uh, what, what do you give their chances? I think it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's 50-50-50. That doesn't make sense. Joe Biden. Yeah, common way to go, core. Joe Biden. Yeah, it's common core there, Obama. Did <laughs> you kiss my ass? That's actually one of the best jokes I've told on this yeah, show, no, and that. nobody laughed at it. That makes me sad. All right, so you're a 50-50-50 split uh-huh. in the split. NFC West. I, it, to be honest with you, would it shock you if the Seahawks, Cardinals, or Rams won this division? Uh, no. Would it shock you if any of them missed the playoffs? Uh, yes. There you go. It would shock me if any of these teams missed the playoffs, oh, yeah. especially if they bring in an eighth team. Mm-hmm. Because that means the L.A. Rams would have to take a deep – because they are the team out. Am I wrong on that? They're the odd team out, right? I think so. Right. Uh, I don't know, how, team I don't know how Kyler Murray doesn't make the playoffs. I, I really Yeah, don't. I don't either. Yeah, I mean, eight games into the season, I'm looking at Kyler Murray. I, and I'll be Is honest with you. Is he your MVP? Oh, he? He is? Uh, he very well could be. Yeah. He's eighth in the NFL in rushing. Right. 
Do you understand what I just said? Mm -hmm. He's eighth in the NFL in rushing. Mm -hmm. He's, he's top 12, top 15 in every statistical category yeah. offensively. Literally, if the only way he could be better is if he was throwing it to himself. Now, I take that back. I don't think he has that many passing touchdowns. I think he's like 20-something in passing uh, He's touchdowns. 12th in passing yards. He's mm -hmm. not nearly as low as you think he is. He is – oh, no, you're right. He's yeah. 11th. Yeah. He's tied for 11th. Good. In Jesus. passing touchdowns? Yeah. See, I thought he was lower than that. Mm -mm. Good Lord. Russell Wilson, I, I, good God, he's good at football. <laughs> he yeah. is good at football. You just look at the stats on him, and you're like, what in the good Lord? But if he's, but Russell's, if Russell's the one, is Kyler the two? Are you making a case for anybody else? No. In that discussion anymore? No. Aaron Rodgers? No. Drew Brees? No. What if the Steelers go undefeated? Dalvin Cook, after Dalvin Cook takes a, the Minnesota Vikings to the playoffs. Oh, go fuck yourself. That's not <laughs> happening, and we all know it. God, you're the only person that's still. The saying. I mean, your head's underwater, and you're taking deep breaths. If they're, get, if they're letting eight teams in, they got a shot. A lot of winnable games on that schedule. I, I do. You. you know, I, we all know that Jeremy really likes taking victory laps. You remember who I said was going to win MVP before the season started? Like Kyler Murray. 60% of the time works. Works every time. Every time. He is up there in all of the statistical categories. Uh, it did surprise me because I checked I checked that this morning and I was like, wow. That actually that actually does kind of make sense. Oh, he's gonna get votes. He oh, marked yeah. my words, he's gonna oh, get yeah. votes. Oh yeah. Unless he falls apart in the second half of the year. Mm -hmm. This is a guy that's gonna throw for forty five <laughs> he's gonna throw for forty five hundred yards, thirty five touchdowns, and he's going to rush and this is pace. He's going to rush for 1,100 yards and 16 <laughs> touchdowns. So, basically, he's going to be an all-pro running back and a borderline Pro Bowl quarterback as the same guy. Mm -hmm. So, there's that. He's what Lamar Jackson wishes he could be. Because he doesn't have nearly the arm Kyler Murray does. Mm -hmm. He also doesn't have a DeAndre Hopkins. I'm well aware of that. DeAndre Hopkins cures a lot of ills. Mm -hmm. But I do just want to state, I told you. Uh, the Russell Wilson-DK Metcalf connection has been unbelievable. I mean, DK Metcalf's like second in the league right now in receiving yards with one less game played. I think Stephon Diggs is the actual leader. He is. And <laughs> he's got eight touchdowns on the season. DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson is that the best wide receiver quarterback tandem in the league? I'm gonna say no. Okay, I'm with you. But there's a specific reason. There's something that I don't like about DK Metcalf, and I've never liked. He disappears way too often, and it seems to always happen in big games. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know why that is, but if he doesn't get the ball, DK's one of those that has to start quickly. Like, he needs a reception on the first drive. Mm -hmm. If I'm Brian Schottenheimer, I would literally have it in the game plan every week that DK has to catch a ball on the first drive. Because if he doesn't and he gets disinterested, he becomes irrelevant in a heartbeat. I mean, it's already happened, what, twice this year? Once this year. Once this year. Against the Cardinals. Yep. He had two catches for 23 yards. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. But he still made the best play of the game. But he still made the best play of the game. Still good other than that. Yeah, I mean, he's DK's a, a fantastic player. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't think I, I'm. I still look at I, Kyler Murray is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL, and DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the NFL. That wasn't the one I was thinking of. I was Ooh, going with Aaron Rodgers and right. Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah, that one's that's that's, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> that's that's the best one in yeah. my book. Kind of hard to. It, the, the the thing about that one is that he doesn't have any other weapons. So right. you know on every play, and this ball's probably going to Devontae Adams. And it doesn't And matter. you still can't right. stop it. It does not matter. Everyone knows where the ball is going or where the first look is and where the third look is. Because it's, go it's going Devontae, uh, who's who's the two? Uh, that would be Marquez Valdez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MVS, or Lazard will be back soon. And so soon it'll be Devontae, the other guy, Devontae. Because <laughs> we're not even including anyone else. Yeah, what I heard was Devontae, practice squad player, going to be a garbage man in about a year. That's what I heard. Devontae Adams will be a garbage man in no. about a year? No, oh. that's not what I said. Devontae, practice squad player, guy who's going to be a garbage man Oh, the man third option. Okay, gotcha. All right. No, I, I don't think there are more than two options. It's uh, it's Devontae, the other guy, and then back to Devontae. And it always works because, to me, he's the best receiver in the league. I think. I know there's been a lot like of discussion lot. about that. But, oh, has DK taken over as the number one? No, I don't think so. I was I mean, today he's in the top years five, old. But I was today years old when I found out Marquez Valdez-Scantling went to NC State. Me too. I was today years that. old. I had no clue. Mm -mm. I knew where he graduated from, which is South Florida. But I didn't know he started at NC State. Huh. You learn something every day. Is that another one of those uh, Tom O'Brien moves? Was that? Oh. That's, those are words not allowed. The to, same not, guy not that looked at Russell Raleigh. Wilson and said, no, don't come back. You go to Wisconsin. Yeah, you're not allowed to say Tom O'Brien's name in Raleigh. <laughs> it's like saying Beetlejuice three times. Just right. don't do it. Right. Uh, and that wasn't that long ago. No, no, it was not. Either that or we're getting real old. Uh, you might be getting real old. <laughs> I am getting real old. I am still when, a spring chicken. <laughs> when, when the other day we were talking about uh, NFL all-time sack leaders, and I said the name Kevin Green, and Ron, our producer, looks at me and goes, I know of him, but I'm not old enough to have seen him play. That made me feel fucking ancient. So, yeah, I'm at that stage in my life. Um, so, yeah, thanks for... Thanks for going down that trip with me. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, others, uh, other position battles in the NFL that interest you? Are there any? The playoff position battle? Not really. Any of that? I, f I feel like I could – if you tell me how many teams we're going to put in the playoffs, which I can't believe that's the – this is the third different sport I've had this exact same conversation about. Mm -hmm. If I knew how many teams were going to make the playoffs, uh, I could probably tell you – I, if it's seven in each conference, I bet I could get 13, 14, right? Mm -hmm. At this point. Yeah. The line of demarcation between good and bad is just so obvious. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at the league standings and just where everybody sits today, I feel like about the time you get past the Miami Dolphins, it's pretty easy to go, and we're bad below here. Yeah, Cleveland and Chicago in both in, in the AFC and in the NFC. Well, I'm looking at the to league me, on the, the whole, and I'm – there are five. There are five and three, five and four teams that I don't think are good. I don't think the Colts are good. I don't think the Bears are good. I don't think the Browns are good. Mm -hmm. 
I pretty much look at Dolphins, Rams, Raiders, Cardinals up. Mm -hmm. Those teams are good. The teams below them are not good. And they're different levels of not good. I mean, the Browns can win some games and they're probably going to make the playoffs. And they're going to get shellacked the first time they play a good team. Right. And then you get down there to the Falcons, Cowboys, Patriots, and Jets, mm -hmm. who are sewer juice. <laughs> this week, because of the Masters, uh, they ended up f uh, staggering the NFL schedule in a very weird way. We ended up with more 4 o'clock games than we have 1 o'clock games. And all the 1 o'clock games are pretty gross. Uh, <laughs> you got Houston and Cleveland and Washington, Detroit, Jacksonville, Green Bay, Philadelphia, New York, Tampa, and Carolina. Tampa, Carolina is the best game that we got this weekend. And I have a feeling. The thing I don't understand awful. about that is if they staggered it for the Masters, the Masters won't end till six. Yeah. So why did you put all the games on when the when the shit's close? When it's the big time. Yeah, like I promise you, five o'clock on, on Sunday afternoon, Fatty here is gonna be sitting on his couch locked into the Masters. <laughs> Hopefully watching uh, Matthew Wolf and uh, Bryson DeChambeau. No. Xander Schofield. Bryson DeChambeau. He's going to uh, win. No, he's not. Yes, he will. I love how he just swooped into golf 15 seconds ago. And he, <laughs> like, oh, I understand this. I've watched every Masters for the last 22 years. No, he's not. Because, and you want me to tell you why he's not? Because the one thing that Augusta has proven they will do time and time and time again, if you think you have found a shortcut, to bastardize this game, we are going to use it against you. Mm -hmm. And guess what you have in Augusta this week? Wet conditions with thick rough. You know who that doesn't play well to? Guys that don't hit it in the fairway, which Bryson DeChambeau is one of. Mm -hmm. He's the most bet guy. You know, that's, the, that's the number one favorite to win this, and I've laughed at every person that's done it. The favorite almost never wins at Augusta. And DeChambeau doesn't uh, line up with there, there are a bunch of factors that you can knock people off that they're not going to win, and he gets knocked off about six times. Mm -hmm. John Rom. John Rom. Thank you, one. God. I couldn't think of his name. Saved my life. Right. Yeah, I like John Rom this week a lot. Xander Shoffley, I think. Xander Shoffley. <laughs> he should Xander be your sentimental Shoffley. favorite, right? Uh, I just want to say his name. Is it not time for him to win a uh, major? No. Really? He's going to be that guy for a long time. Is he? He'll win one eventually. But there's always one of these guys. Sergio Garcia was this guy forever. Greg Norman was this guy forever. You know, we've we've had a lot of these that oh they just can't win a match or they just can't win a major. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he will eventually, but I don't I don't think it's this week. Right. His game doesn't lend itself super well. I mean, he's gonna place well because he always does. Mm -hmm. You know, there's two things that you can count on in every major. Xander Schofield is gonna be up there, and whoever's leading after round one may or may not make the cut. <laughs> Because that's usually how this goes. I'm so pissed off I just found out that Taste of the Masters thing was a thing. Oh, yeah. You can literally order pimento cheese and, uh, was it barbecue? Pound and a half of barbecue. And egg salad and other little, little accompaniment from Augusta. You can get it in a box delivered to your door. Mm -hmm. And I'm so pissed off I didn't find that out until yesterday. Because <laughs> if I'd have known that before, that is what I would be eating for the next four days. Just picking it out on Hell picking yeah. out on it by yourself. Hell yeah. You I have my own at home masters. What up? <laughs> just eating beers and just crushing pimento beer. cheese. Just baiting. Just That's eating a, beers, can and all. Screw it. God almighty. 
<coughs> I am going to make it to a Masters before I die. Mm-hmm. That is one of my objectives. It's a great bucket list. I also want to make it to the Phoenix Open. That's a place where they just crush beers. That's a place where golf fans like me show up and just drink natty lights until their brains explode. Mm -hmm. um, do you think the, the fact that they don't have fans is going to matter at the Masters? No. You'll notice. Everybody will notice. I don't think you will. Really? Mm -mm. I don't think you will. You'll notice it on the 18th, on the 18th yeah. green if it's tight or if we go to a playoff. In a playoff, you'd notice it. Mm -hmm. You got to remember, this is not like you know college basketball. You don't have shirtless jackasses screaming. True. You know this is a little golf clap. You know, and they, and they walk along. Mm -hmm. It's you know, especially at Augusta, because they they give you a set of rules when you walk through the door, and they go, ah, if you violate this, we will throw your ass out, yeah. and you're never coming never back. So back. yeah, and you're barred forever, and your children are barred, and their yeah. children are barred, and <laughs> I, you know what, Patrick, he's trying to be funny, but I 100% agree. The fact that there's no Azaleas this year matters more than than no fans, and I'm taking that a step further. I think it matters when they're playing this. I really do. I think it matters when they're playing this. Because you're used to playing Augusta in April. Everything's blooming, and the ground's a little softer. Not now. Now you've got dead grass. And you know what dead grass does? It's real firm. And I'm not saying you're going to – it's not going to look like, you know, your yard. But not when it's rained four inches, right? It doesn't matter. It's real – that's so misleading. So a golf course that's firm is going to be firm whether it rains or not. Okay. Now it will lighten up when it rains, mm -hmm. but if it's if, if you had a hard ground before, you're gonna have hard. You're still gonna have hard ground. Mm -hmm. Now you're just gonna have real wet rough that's borderline impossible to get out of. This is a week you better be accurate. If you're not accurate, you are screwed. Mm -hmm. Patrick Holt said it again. He, he's exactly. This is a guy I can tell plays golf. <laughs> it's still warm this weekend, and that's gonna mislead people that oh, it's 72. Doesn't matter. Playing golf in November and playing golf in April are markedly different, especially in Georgia where it's usually humid as shit. Mm -hmm. Humidity makes everything a little bit softer. Not in a, not November, it doesn't. Is there a contender that would surprise you if he won? Rory McIlroy. And there's a lot of people all over him. Just He'll finish in the top. He's going to finish the top ten. Right. Because he does every freaking year. Mm -hmm. But he ain't going to win. He's the second most bet on guy, by the way. According to Williams Hill, as of this morning, Rory McIlroy was two. Justin Thomas was three. Brooks Capco was four. And John Rahm was like eight. Nice. All right, so you're you're settled on who? John Rahm and Matthew Wolf. <coughs> John Rahm is my favorite. Matthew Wolf's my dark horse. And I like uh, I like Victor Hovland to hang around too. I love those two guys so much. <laughs> and the fact they were on the same college team, like how did you? How did any college golfer line up next to them and go, yeah, we have a shot here? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're 22 and 23 years old. Uh, Chris Edenville took Rory McIlroy in his work pool to finish the highest. You might still win. If somebody off the wall wins, you might still win. Because he's going to finish well. He's just not going to win. Mm -hmm. Ron's over there feverishly typing. I'm wanting to see what's. Uh, I'm wanting to see what's coming our, our way. I'm trying to stay are, are you making a, a pick here? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Talking golf once makes me want to take a nap. <laughs> I love golf so much. 
I, I was. Are you making you. a picture? Hey, last year. Oh, it's, oh I already know your Bryson picture. DeChambeau. DeChambeau. That's yeah, my guy. Of course it is. What? I think air distance is going to matter if the, if the weather plays a factor on the ground. I think it's going to matter. So the funny thing of, and you don't know this because, as you've said, this I'm is new. your this is your first year right. watching watching golf. Right. The funny thing is what you just said is the one thing that doesn't mean shit at Augusta. I mean, you have to be long-ish. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a big hitter to win here. No, you don't you have don't. to be. But if you are and you can mm -hmm. close And guess that what? Distance. They're going to they're going to make it a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. You're it's, you're just overvaluing. Oh, I'm sure you're they, I'm overvaluing sure they this so much. Mm -hmm. yeah, of course it's built. But he knows. They, see, that's the thing is all of the analytics and stuff that he does. Think about this. Knows. Who's the who was the biggest hitter on the tour for the longest time? Dustin? Bubba. Oh, Bubba Watson. Bubba won one. Has Bubba come close to winning one since? No. Nope. You know why? Because Augusta took it as a slight that the big hitter beat their course. Mm -hmm. And since then, they've gone, yeah, keep doing that shit. Because you got guys like Dustin Johnson that can hit one to the edge of the world. Mm -hmm. And they've, they've literally, they have molded this course to screw with you if you're a big hitter. Mm -hmm. You have to be really accurate and you have to be cerebral. Which... Uh, DeShambo has the second, not the former. Mm -hmm. He wants to kill every ball he hits, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Do what you do. He ain't going to win. All right. I think that short game will be enough. Because <coughs> I expect him to birdie every par five. Because I think it's going to matter. This is how soccer fans feel when people like me talk about soccer. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't get this even not nary a little bit, do you? <laughs> You don't understand even vaguely what you're talking about, and it is adorable to me. Okay. He's going to birdie every par five. Mm -hmm. uh, never happened in Masters history. Really? Never even come close, actually. Really? The par fives are impossibly hard at Augusta. And if you're not in exactly the right spot, you will screw yourself trying to – you don't – the difference between Augusta and a lot of other golf courses, you don't chase eagles at Augusta. So if you go into a par five with the intention of I'm going to be on in two, you are going to be in hell, and you're most likely going to bogey it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I, I think uh, DeShambo's like that little kid with his new toy. Oh, look what I can do, and I'm going to do it every freaking time. Mm -hmm. He surprised everybody at the U.S. Open. He was I think he could do the US same Open. thing. He was the favorite at the U.S. Open. He surprised Ron everybody. Ron loves in the way golf. He Ron, our producer, just loves golf. What did he just? He just said golf. Golf. <laughs> Patrick Holt again. The way he won, I think, surprised everybody. The best combination of par fives and par threes is who will win. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, DeChambeau's not a great par three player. Yep. Very important in Augusta, and he don't do it. So. All right. Well, things are underway at the Masters. Although, well, I guess is the the weather is playing hell with them. They had to delay this morning, so they may be back to it by now or not. I it don't gonna know. rain. Yeah, it gonna rain. There was lightning in the area, so it's going to be a delayed first day of the Masters down in Augusta. We'll keep you up to date on it this afternoon on ESPN Asheville. The Sports Take with Jeremy Green, live 3 to 5 every weekday afternoon on ESPN Asheville. You can hear it everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to like, share, and follow us here at the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias as well. We'll see you this afternoon on the radio side back here tomorrow morning for more from the masters. <laughs> <laughs>